welcome back everyone to the Rookies podcast. Uh, my name is Olivia and today I am joined by Ethan, John, Laura and Corey to discuss uh, something that's been uh, going on in the news fairly recently. I'm sure all of us uh, have heard of and know of the ongoing war uh, between Russia and Ukraine. Um, I feel like we're we're kind of feeling the effects a little bit of it right now, you know, with gas prices going up and all that uh, stuff going on here. But um, particularly with sports, um, just this past week, uh, the Russian and Belarus teams have been banned from participating in things like the Paralympics. Um, FIFA, I know, has has banned them from from participating as well as like World Juniors and hockey and whatnot. So I wanted to get a bunch of us on here quickly just to kind of uh, talk about that, because uh, I know uh, being people who work in sports, it's kind of affecting affecting us, I, I think, a little bit. Uh, so I wanted to kind of get uh, some of our staff's opinions on on this topic. Um, so whoever kind of wants to, to jump in here and, and start us off, just maybe uh, just get your thoughts on, on what you, you think about everything that's going on there. And do you agree or, or disagree with what's happening? Yeah, I can kind of kick us off. Um, to be honest, personally, I'm, I'm kind of split uh, on a lot of these decisions. Uh, but uh, in particular, I think the, the ban of, of Russian athletes being able to compete in the Paralympics is kind of a rough one. And I, I kind of err on the side of they should be allowed to compete. Um, like they don't, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but like they, they're still following the same guidelines as the other um, Olympic committee where like they're not even representing Russia right now because of the doping scandal, right? So they're just like the Russian Olympic Committee representatives. Uh, so they're not even fully representative of the country as a whole. And like, so I, I don't really understand why they wouldn't be allowed to compete. This some for some of them, this is going to be like a once in a lifetime opportunity, uh, and it's amateur sport, right? So to be stripped of that, I think is is kind of rough for them. Uh, for for most decisions, like uh, for example, F one's decision to pull the Russian Grand Prix event, I think that's that's completely fair. You're providing an economic boom to to that country by participating in that event, and then also you don't know what kind of danger you're putting the crews and athletes in by entering the country um, at that point in time in the future. Anyway, um, sponsorships being pulled and stuff, I kind of agree with that as well. Like it's tough for brands to associate with something like that, but. Uh, for Alex Ovechkin to be able to not miss any games during this conflict, and he's, he's been notoriously uh, pro-Vladimir Putin and his decisions and his, and his rule over Russia, uh, for him to be perfectly fine and be able to avoid media and barely give a response, uh, where he's just throwing ambiguous, vague phrases around to like kind of somewhat err on the side of war is not okay, but he's also not outright denying anything. But for the Paralympic athletes to completely miss out on their opportunities and their shot um, is is kind of is kind of a rough one for me. So I think I'm erring on the side of uh, that's a bit too that's a bit too tough, too harsh. Just quickly, John, with what you're saying, like I like some part of me does agree with that. Don't get me wrong, but it's like the world needs to hold Russia accountable in every way, shape and form that they can. Mm -hmm. Like these Russian athletes, like, yeah, they don't have an impact or the ability to persuade Putin. And they're not like they, they can't make the difference that they're trying like that we want them to make. But it's like like they're just going to show up to their sporting tournaments like acting like life is totally fine just because they're not wearing the Russian flag like no like Russia needs to be held accountable for their actions 
and Ovechkin and you're talking about Ovechkin and stuff. And it's like Ovechkin's lost sponsorships and lost deals. And it's, it's kind of like a tough thing because it's like, we don't know what goes on in Russia and we don't know what goes on in these countries, but it's like, how much can someone like Artemi Panarin or Ovechkin say without their family that's still in Russia being held like responsible for what comes out of their mouth across the world? Do you know what I mean? Like they have family there still. So it's not just black and white. I'm going to condemn Putin, not to mention Ovechkin and Putin are friends or have been friendly in the past and have been linked together. So it's like, now you want Ovechkin to come out and literally go against one of the the most insane dictators in the world. Like, it's like, no, like what is Ovechkin's word going to do besides get his family in trouble? I definitely agree with Corey on that there. Like it's, it's hard for them to say something. I mean, they want to speak up. There has been some athletes that have spoke up and been vocal about it, but it's the same thing. You're putting your family at risk. You have no idea what can happen on there. Um, I do agree with John a little bit on that as well for the Paralympic part. I mean, like most of the young athletes, uh, they don't want the war. They've had nothing to do with it. Um, They don't want to be a part of it. Um, They don't want anything to do with that. But on the other side, I see um, there is a way where they have to deliver the message. Um, So I think that being a bold statement there and getting the message across, even if if it might um, be offended against like the the young Russians who have trained their entire life for that, right? But there's a way where you got to deliver the message. You got to send it somehow. And if it's going after the young athletes, then that's what it's got to be. I was going to say, going off of all of that, from what I heard, um, and I think it was an IPC spokesperson said that just the tensions in athletes village were incredibly high with everything going on and certain teams were saying they weren't going to play against I think it was like a curling team maybe Lithuania or something like that I'm don't take my word for the specifics but they were saying they weren't going to play against Russian teams so it kind of just then ruins the integrity of the entire Olympics because it really isn't a fair competition and I know Haley Wickenhauser, when they kind of announced that turnover of their decision, saying those athletes can't compete anymore, she said it was the right decision, came about the wrong way because it was really the athletes forcing kind of everyone's hand because they're not comfortable. I think it's hard to really understand and not appreciate, but just really understand the gravity of what's going on on the other side of the world, because we're kind of here in Canada. And I think a lot of us grew up in this very kind of sheltered and safe environment. And then across the pond, you could say it's insane. I know I mentioned to Olivia, one of the documentaries I watched, it's called Winter on Fire. It goes about, it talks about just the Ukrainian revolution when they were trying to elect, fairly elect and a new, um, president so what I just it's I don't think we can really even it's hard to speak on it because we don't understand we're not right there and you have to think about all of the other athletes it's really what Russia and Belarus who are the two countries affected I'm sure all those other European countries don't really feel safe or feel comfortable being around kind of other Russian athletes I know it's not fair it's not their decision they can't speak out I'm sure a lot of them don't support Putin or the war but as everyone mentioned what can they say or do without putting themselves or their family at risk so I think kind of introducing these sanctions is really the only way to get results without it becoming catastrophic and escalating into a full-blown war or nuclear war especially with the developments that have happened over the last kind of even 20 four hours. 
And just Laura, to go off what you're saying, like this is Russia we're talking about. They're not even allowed to compete as Russia currently at the Olympics or at these international sporting events because they've already been in trouble for other things. Like it's not even like they're losing like the Russian team. Like that's already gone. Now you're kind of losing like the ROC, which is just like an exception for the Russian team because they've already been in trouble. Like how much can you let a country get away with? Like you can't just enter into another country, start a war with Ukraine and then expect to show up at a curling tournament the next day. And with that too, I think just these past Olympics really highlighted how even allowing those athletes who were clean in the past to compete under ROC, once again, we saw a huge doping scandal with the figure skating and it just shows how really deep the government is in Russian sport, just every aspect of their society everything so if they're competing under ROC and still having issues and now they're with that they're bringing a child into it because it was a 15 year old athlete like it's getting to the point where it's like where do you draw the line you're abusing a child mentally and physically by making her go through this and I think if you watch that specific event you saw just how it affected their whole team really and I just don't think any Russian civilians really understand just what how much the government has control over them and just what they're doing because the propaganda that Putin has running and through his inner circle and all those high power people is just so strong and for propaganda to be successful it's the government getting you to act without realizing that you're acting a certain way and I think Russia's really the perfect example of the perfect propaganda campaign because a lot of these civilians think it's oh it's a peace mission we're helping them we're free the ukrainians want us there when really that's not at all what's happening yeah they're claiming that putin's whole theory is that they're going into ukraine to stop the nazis right and as a jewish person like the ukrainian president is jewish so it's just like it's a whole bunch of propaganda and it is scary. Like these times are scary. Like it's it's kind of giving those flashbacks from what's happened in the past. And we're kind of going towards that again. And the world's not stepping up in any kind of capacity to like go in there and stop it. So it's like, how else can we step up with these sanctions, with keeping them out of these events, with making Russian people and like excluded and left out and stopping trading with them. And there's a whole bunch of ways to do it if these countries aren't gonna go in, so. Sports are about integrity and Russia has shown a few times now that they don't have that integrity and why should they be allowed to compete in these events when they're doing stuff like this? They shouldn't. It's unfortunate that I think citizens, athletes, people who normally wouldn't support that are getting dragged into it, but it's what other choice do you have at this point? Like it's so ridiculous that <laughs> in Putin's like flood, he's in hiding and it's, you know, he still has that control. He still has people moving moving the chess pieces for him like there's really I think no other choice but to kind of just cut Russia off altogether unfortunately that has to do with sport but with Corey said it's sports about integrity sportsmanship it's supposed to bring people together and it's another kind of quote from Haley Wickenhauser's tweet it's the Olympics are about peace not countries who support war and by letting these athletes compete, it's you're letting them get away with what they're doing. So do you guys think that with the NHL, for example, because they have a lot of Russian players who play in that league um, and a lot of them are still playing. So do you think that that means because all of these other sports and these other Russian athletes are being, you know, stripped of being able to participate in those events that all the Russian players in the NHL should be benched as well and not be allowed to play? 
Like, I feel like it should be an all encompassing thing, right? If you're doing it to all these Russian athletes, why is it that the NHL players are still allowed to play? Or, you know, you have these tennis players who are also playing. And I know there was that one Russian tennis player who wrote like, no war, please, like on the camera, right? Um, but should they be allowed to play as well? Like what makes them kind of separate from that? And actually, I'm, I'm really glad that that was your next question, because that's what I was going to ask um, as well, which is why I think that it's it's rough for me to accept the amateur athletes getting hit so hard when all the professional athletes, multi-million dollar athletes, the top 1% in the world are allowed to continue as if nothing is going on. Ovechkin hasn't missed any time. Panarin hasn't missed any time. Ovechkin's friends with Putin. Everybody knows this. He's supported him publicly in the past, and he's allowed to just continue playing as if nothing things going on with his country because he's in the states i think it's kind of ridiculous and if you want to stop amateur russian athletes to send a message with the shit sanctions and stuff i think the professional athletes should also feel the impact um and like to, to Corey's point like losing sponsorships and stuff to a multi-million dollar athlete like ovechkin i don't really think that matters too much um he's still sitting pretty with his financials whether he has sponsorships or not so i think uh in my opinion absolutely 100 and i i do agree with your points by the way of like this is really the only way to kind of send a message because we like the world can't really respond uh in many direct ways because of the threat of nuclear war and stuff to laura's point so the, the sanctions and stopping like amateur russian athletes from competing and representing in any way shape or form is kind of like what else are is the world supposed to do um so i i kind of agree with it it just kind of sucks to see amateur athletes miss their once in a lifetime shot because i know a lot of them hopefully all of them condemn what's going on they don't agree with it but then all the professional athletes across the world making millions of dollars are completely unaffected by everything i understand what you're saying john and like i do agree with you to some degree but the difference is these athletes that are at those like at, that are in the top one percent like the ovechkins and the panarins and the russian players that are here they're not representing team russia they're representing the washington capitals and the new york rangers and the name on front of their jersey they're in the states they're in the states legally they're here already they have employment the United States government's not going to start deporting Russian people back to Russia. But what the NHL has done is they've cut all ties with Russian media outlets, suspended all deals with any Russian brands or businesses, and they've taken action that way. But is at the end of the day, is telling Alex Ovechkin that he can't play good for the sport of hockey? No, it's not. Alex Ovechkin is one of the best hockey players in the world. But the, but the difference is, and you'll hear Ovechkin all the time. He was probably one of the most vocal NHL players about them not going to the Olympics was Alexander Ovechkin because wearing Russia or Canada or the U S on the front of your Jersey is like the ultimate thing in sports to represent your country. And the fact that they don't have that now, and that's been taken away. I guarantee you that's on Ovechkin's mind when the next Olympics come and the next winter Olympics are here. And hopefully COVID's not a thing anymore. And the NHL players are going and, You'll have your Crosby for Canada and you'll have your Matthews for USA and there's no Ovechkin and there's no Russian team. That's when the punishment hits. It doesn't have to do with right now and it doesn't have to do with the current standing of the NHL because getting rid of Ovechkin and Panarin does nothing in that regard. It's about cutting ties and kind of remaining a little bit diplomatic, but also not like take a stance, but it doesn't need to be too extreme. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you that on Corey. Um, I think that a lot of the Russian players in the NHL most of them have pretty much changed their lives. Like they, they're a part of Canada, they're a part of US. 
they spend almost eight months, most of them full time, right? Like they're, they've been a part of the hockey league for a while. Um, so they, they practically be, become Canadian American. That's, that's just who they am. So I, I think that taking them away is only going to be where it's going to affect the national hockey league. And, and that's something they're not going to do. Like it's not going to deliver the greatest message. It's going to be bad for hockey in general. Um, and I, I really like your point that you brought up about not hitting them now, but waiting till the Olympics. Yes, I think coming around um, as Russia as a whole, their team, um, I think that's the best way to punish them. And just like building off like the World Cup, like um, lots of teams are not wanting to play them. See that that's where it's Russia as a whole, as a nation, as they come together where you're hitting them and not just the individual players that have worked their way to come to the best hockey league, to come over to North America, to provide, have a good um, life for their families and, and work hard for that. So I, I, I just don't think that taking them out of the NHL is the right move yet, or at least now. And just off of Ethan's point really quickly, Ovechkin and his wife, they have a baby. That baby is American. Like these athletes, they come here, they have a wife, they have a family, they have kids. Like those kids that are born here, they're Canadian, they're American, they're not Russian. Yes, they have Russian history and Russian descent, but they are not Russian. All right, okay, does anyone else have uh, kind of anything to, to add to that or kind of move on to, to my next uh, little question here just to end us off? Were, were you at all, at all surprised um, by the decision um, that these committees and leagues uh, have made to do that? I guess I can start us off by saying not really. If you kind of look just really globally what's happening, everyone's starting to introduce these sanctions and you have various public figures speaking out like Wayne Gretzky, Haley Wickenhauser. You, it's kind of that social pressure, even if you don't, these kind of leagues, teams, whoever didn't want to kind of cut ties or ban athletes, it's really that pressure of I'm sure if they didn't do anything a lot of people would just stop watching altogether and that kind of <laughs> it really destroys the whole thing or in the case of the Paralympics teams and athletes were threatening to you know they didn't want to play against Russian athletes or compete against them the tensions in the village were super high there was no kind of outbreaks or violence yet but it's you could tell it was escalating to a point where people were uncomfortable and it's what do you like there's however many Russian athletes or Belarusian athletes representing those kind of their Olympic bodies but you have all of those other athletes and countries to think about who are just uncomfortable like I am I have grandparents who are from the Ukraine and they're not alive anymore they came here when they were extremely young I don't have many relatives still left over there but this whole kind of thing unfolding over the last couple of weeks has really set off my own anxiety, just seeing that. And it brings up, it's still like, it's, you're connected. And I know I have those kind of per, those personal ties that might affect me a bit more, but even just watching the news, I'm sure anyone kind of feels just unsettled to see that happening because I know at least our generation, we haven't seen really firsthand war like that. And I think it's just a lot to process and comprehend and everyone has very mixed high emotions and kind of, I think, introducing the sanctions, just separating Russian Belarusian athletes and 
just lets people, you know, cool off, focus on their sport, focus on the integrity of the sport, really what they're there to do in the case of the Paralympics is compete for their country. So I'm not too surprised. And I think with sanctions regarding sponsorships and other kind of deals like that, it makes sense if companies like Apple, Nike, various airlines are cutting off Russia, it makes sense to kind of just follow through all around because if one uh, one sector of kind of the government, I guess, cuts them off, you kind of need to just back it up and go all out or nothing will happen. Yeah, okay, that's that's a good point. I think just like as a as a fan of, of sport and kind of like working in it, I, I was a little surprised, I'm not gonna lie, um, because I just, I guess, being a little ignorant to the to the situation, I didn't understand the scope of really what was what was happening there, and uh, and the fact that you know they had to kind of shift and now are going into to sports and and affecting it that way was a little shocking to me. I'm not gonna lie, but I do agree with everything that you guys are saying. I think you know if if it's gonna we're gonna try and stop this thing, um, and it has to you know kind of fall. Uh, onto different committees and leagues to to do that through sport then then that's what we have to do right so well thank you guys for for coming on here and, and talking about this this was a, a healthy debate debate i will say it was good to hear kind of the both sides so um it's always always good to have us uh, kind of come together and talk about these things and uh hopefully you know time will tell but hopefully you know the war will end soon um, I don't think any of us, you know, imagine this would happen in our lifetime. Uh, so it's, uh, it's definitely a little, uh, shocking for sure. And, you know, hopefully things will be resolved soon, but again, thank you guys so much for being on here and, uh, to you guys listening, we'll see you next time.